Super Fudge, Chapter 3, Another Something Wonderful. Life at our house had definitely changed. Dad would come home at night with an armful of grocery bags and fix our dinner. The teen was always running. And every time Tootsie had a feeding and was burped, she'd spit up. She had to be changed about six times a day. Fudge started wetting his pants again and then his bed. Mom and Dad said he was going through a phase and that if we were patient, it would pass. I suggested putting him back in diapers, but nobody else thought that it was a very good idea. One afternoon, Mom started to cry right in front of me. What's wrong? I asked. I'm just so tired, she said. There's so much to do. Sometimes I think I won't be able to make it through the week. That's what you have for having another baby, I told her. And that only made her cry even harder. I don't like to see my mother cry. I feel sorry for her. But at the same time, she makes me angry. Grandma came over a few days a week to help. And Mom hired Libby Tubman to help take care of Fudge after school. I stayed at Jimmy Fargo's until dinner time. Nobody seemed to miss me around the house anyway. By the middle of May, life had improved. Tootsie was sleeping four hours at a clip during a day, and even longer at night. Dad and Mom were fixing dinner together, and Mom talked about going back to college to get a degree in art history, which surprised me. Because before I was born, she worked as a dental assistant. Why art history? I asked. Because it interests me, she said. What about teeth? Aren't you interested in teeth anymore? Well, yes, Mom said, but not as much as art history. I think I'm ready for a change. Isn't having Toothsy enough of a change? Yes, but someday she'll grow up and go to school, and I want to have a career. Oh, I said, not sure that I really understood. On the last day of school, we had a class party with cupcakes and island punch. I drank eight cups of it. Island Punch is my favorite drink. Mom says I'm addicted to it. And I tell her, that's right. If you cut me open, you'll find seven natural fruit flavors running through my veins. After drinking eight cups in a row, then walking home from school, then waiting for the elevator, then digging out my key and unlocking the door to our apartment, then dashing down the hall to the bathroom, I really had to pee. I mean, really. But Fudge was already in there, sitting on the toilet, turning the pages of Arthur the Ant Eater. Hurry up, I told him. I've got to go. It's not good for me to hurry, Fudge said. So I ran to Mom's bathroom, but the door to her bathroom was locked. Mom, I called, banging on the door. Can't hear you, she called back. The shower is running. I'll be out in five minutes. Check on Tootsie, would you? So I ran back to my bathroom, but Fudge hadn't moved. Come on, I said. This is an emergency. I drank eight cups of Island Punch this afternoon. And I drank two glasses of Choco. 
How about getting off for just a minute? It wouldn't be good for me, he said. Come on, Fudge. I can't think when you are in here, he said. What do you have to think about? Making. I could have lifted him off, but now that he's stopped wetting, we're all supposed to encourage him to use the toilet. So I ran down to the hall again, thinking Tootsie has it easy. She just lets it out wherever and whenever. Then I remembered that my teacher had read us a book about life in England in the 18th century. People used chamber pots instead of toilets way back then. I wished we had an old chamber pot handy. I was getting desperate. I ran into the living room and looked around. We have a big plant over in the corner. It stands more than five feet high. Should I? I wondered. No, that's disgusting, I thought. But when you've got to go, you've got to go, I reminded myself. I loosened my belt buckle. As I did, Fudge called, Okay, Pita, I'm done. You do the flush. Fudge refuses to flush the toilet. He's afraid he'll go down the drain too. But this wasn't the time to try to convince him he was wrong. I raced down the hall and relieved myself. Fudge watched. He was really impressed. I never saw so much at once, he said. Thanks, I told him. That night, we were all sitting around in the living room watching TV. I was holding Tootsie on my lap. She let out a soft little sigh. She's a lot like Turtle when he's asleep. I can tell what kind of dream he's having by the noises he makes. And sometimes, when he's having a nightmare, he cries out and shakes. Then I pet him until he's calm again. It's the same with Tootsie. She'll be fast asleep, but she'll make the little noises or cry out and wiggle around. Other times, she'll work her mouth just like she's sucking on her bottle. I guess she dreams about eating a lot. But the little sighs are my favorite, because then I know she's content. And she feels so warm and soft, lying in my arms that way, that I feel good all over. As soon as the show was over, Dad snapped off the TV, turned to face us and said, We have some really good news for you, boys. Oh no, not again, I said, looking down at Tootsie. Mom and Dad laughed. Something different this time, Dad said. Is it interesting? Fudge asked, racing his little cars around the floor. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Yes, very interesting, Mom said. Well, don't keep us in suspense, I said. Let's hear it. Is suspense like privilege? Fudge asked. No, I told him. Now shut up and listen. I looked at my father. Well... I asked, because their idea of something interesting and my idea of something interesting aren't necessarily the same. We're moving to Princeton, Dad said. We're what? I wanted to jump up, but I couldn't. Not with Tootsie on my lap. Is Princeton near the park? Fudge asked, running his little red car up and down Mom's leg. No, stupid, I said. It's in New Jersey. Is New Jersey near the park? He asked. 
not Central Park, Mom said. But you won't need Central Park, Dad said, because you will have your own backyard. What's a backyard? Fudge asked. It's like a small park, Mom told him. My own park? Fudge asked. More or less, Dad said, just to shut him up. What about art history? I said to Mom. What about it? She answered. I thought you were going to go back to school to study art history. Princeton University has an art history department. I may take classes there. It's just for a year, Dad said, looking at me, to see how we like being away from the city. Away, 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 Fudge sang. You can't have a conversation in front of him. It's useless. Couldn't my mother and father see that? We're going next week, Dad said. And what about Maine? I asked. We always go to Maine for two weeks in the summer. M-A-I-N-E spells Maine, Fudge sang. M-A-I-N-E. How does he know how to spell Maine? Mom asked Dad. I have no idea, Dad said. So, what about it? I pressed. Are we going to Maine? We're going to Princeton instead, Dad told me. Instead, 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 Fudge babbled. Shut up, I yelled at him. And then I said just as loud, I hate Princeton. You've never been there, Mom said. Oh, yes, I have. We went to visit some dumb friends of yours, and they served us this disgusting dinner, shrimp and mushrooms and spinach all mixed together. And I was hungry, but they wouldn't give me anything else to eat, not even an extra piece of bread. I remember. Oh, that's right, Mom said. I had forgotten all about that day at Millie's and George's house. You forget everything that is important. Look, Peter. Dad said, we were hoping you'd be pleased about Princeton. We have already rented a house there. In fact, we have rented Millie's and George's house. They're going to Europe for the year. That old dump? It's not a dump. It's a beautiful old place. And we have arranged to sublet our apartment. So I would like you to keep an open-minded about this. Open, 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 Fudge sang. You should have told me this before, just like you should have told me about Tootsie as soon as you knew. You never tell me anything. And here, I said, shoving Tootsie at Dad. Why don't you hold your stupid baby yourself? Because I have things to do. I got up and marched across the living room, kicking a couple of Fudge's car as I went. By the time I got to my room, he was crying. Good, I thought. And then Tootsie started. Better yet. And then Turtle began to bark. Let them suffer. I slammed my bedroom door and my map wound up on my bed again. I guess I fell asleep in my clothes because next thing I knew, Mom was shaking me and saying, Come on, Peter, get undressed and under the covers. It's late. Too hot for covers, I mumbled. Okay, if you want to sleep in your clothes tonight, you can. But at least take off your sneakers. Oh, I like them where they are, I said, sleepily. Okay, if you want to sleep in your sneakers just for tonight, uh, maybe every night. Mom ignored that. Peter, 
About Princeton, she began. I held up my hand. Don't want to talk about it. You don't have to talk. Just listen. Too tired to listen. All right, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Anyway, nothing I can do about it. Just like Tootsie. Nothing I could do about her either. But don't you mind her now, do you? Getting used to her. And you'll get used to Princeton too. You will see. Then she started telling me about where I would go to school. But I was still half asleep and not really listening until she said something like having your little brother in the same school. And I sat up, suddenly wide awake. What did you say? About what? Just now, about fudge and school. Oh, we have had him tested. And even though he's a little young, we're going to be able to enroll him in kindergarten. After all, he's had a full year of preschool, and you know he can count by tens and recite the alphabet, and he knows his months and days of the week and colors, and uh, he can even spell Maine. Yeah, yeah, I said. We all know the kid's a genius, but you said something else about him going to the same school as me. That's right. You'll be in sixth grade, and he'll be in kindergarten. Won't that be fun? Fun? That did it. I jumped off the bed and grabbed my Adidas bag. You think it's fun to go to a new school? I don't even know anybody there. And I definitely don't want to go to school with the little monster. You don't understand anything, do you? I opened my dresser drawers and dumped my clothes into the bag. This time, I'm really leaving. Peter, honey, mom said. You can't run away every time you hear something you think you don't like. I don't think it. I know it. Even so, running away doesn't solve anything. Maybe not for you, but it does for me. I tossed in my baseball glove my favorite jeans, half of my mad magazines, a few of my smaller maps, and a couple of tapes. Shall I make you a peanut butter sandwich to take along? Mom asked smiling don't give me any of that little boy stuff i told her because i mean it i'm leaving she stopped smiling i can understand how you feel but daddy and i thought daddy and you don't think the same way as me i'm beginning to see that and if you cared about me at all even just a little bit you wouldn't have done this you wouldn't have Peter, we care about you a lot. That's one of the reasons for moving to Princeton. And we didn't even get to tell you the really big news. Oh, there's more? I said. Well, I can't wait to hear it. Daddy is taking the year off. I stopped packing. He quit his job at the agency? No. He's been fired? No. Then what? He's taking a leave of absence. Wait, he wants to tell you himself. She went to my door and called. Warren, Warren, can you come in here? I'm changing Tootsie, Dad called back. Be there in just a minute. I thought Dad never changed a diaper in his life. He didn't, not until Tootsie came along.
What's so special about changing her diapers? I asked. Nothing. It's just that dad realizes he missed out on so many of your baby experiences that he doesn't want to make the same mistake again. He's so busy changing Tootsie, he hasn't got time for anybody else. Peter, that's not fair, Mom said. What do you know about fair? Dad came into my room, smelling like baby lotion. I told Peter, you have a surprise for him, Mom said. I'm taking the year off, Dad said, and that way I'll have more time to spend with the family because I'll be working at home. I'm going to write a book. A book, I said. That's right, on the history of advertising and its effect on the American people. Couldn't you write something more interesting, I asked, like a book about a kid who runs away because his parents decide to move out without asking him first. Sounds like a good story, Dad said. Maybe you should write it yourself. And maybe I will, I said. And I'd like to know how we are going to eat with you not working. We have some money saved, and I'll probably get an advance for writing the book. Give it a chance, Peter, Mom said. I'll think about it, I told her. But if I'm gone in the morning, don't be surprised. And then, from the other room, we could hear Fudge singing himself to sleep. M-A-I-N-E spells main. F-U-D-G-E spells fudgy. P-E-T-E-R spells Pita, B-E-E-R spells whiskey. Will you listen to that? I said. The kid should be a big hit in kindergarten.